Yo, what's up? What's poppin'? You're listening to Hit Theory, the podcast where we talk about the hits, the misses, and the biz behind the mixes. Adam, what's up? How you doing today? Man, you know, I'm coolin' it. You coolin' it? That's I'm I'm trying to bring that back, coolin' it. Okay, that's right. It's the podcast that's coolin' it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, y'all getting a little hot. You should maybe, maybe try cooling it. Um, I'm JT the Human, or uh, AKA your boy JT, AKA Slay T. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite nickname, actually. My friend Sam gave me that one. Uh, yeah, so you can call me Slay if you really, really like me. But, anyways, <laughs> how you been, man? How's the week been? Before we get into this music news, how are you doing as a person? You know, I want to I get, get more personal on this podcast. I want to. I, I don't. No, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> I want to dive in. I want to dive in. Oh, um, you know, it's been it's been tough. It's been tough. I had a I had to do laundry today. That was mm. that was a whole back and forth because I forgot the money and then I forgot the soap and then I went with the wrong clothes. Um, so you know, uh, but we gonna we gonna get it we gonna get it right and sorted everything nice and folded right now here on the podcast. Music Kitty, I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> I was gonna say Music Kitty with some of that Adam news. Adam hit me with some of that music news. <laughs> what you got for me? <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, I wanted to start off with kind of a, a little bit of a follow-up. Nice. Um, people, people that have been with us from the beginning uh, probably heard our, our review of the, well, was that was that our first one, the Dua Lipa? No, that was the second one. The first one second was one? Uh, After Hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was the first well, one. Well, near the beginning. Uh, we reviewed Dua Lipa's album, uh, Future Nostalgia, so uh, I wanted to bring it up that she has recently released... <laughs> not not a deluxe <laughs> not a deluxe album but um a a club remix album ooh of future nostalgia um i i kind of skimmed through it it's it's actually not not bad you know i'm i like that um, she's got um production from you know a lot of a lot of established um club producers um she has some features by Missy Elliott um, Madonna makes an appearance. Gwen Stefani. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's it's really so, interesting. Yeah, so when you brought it up, I first thought that you just meant that someone like made you know like uh, no. a DJ like mix like ev- for every every song from the album has gotten a a club a club a dan- a club dance remix. And I think some some of them actually have more than one because it's more it's more tracks than the original album. Damn, that's pretty Honestly. dope. I yeah. think that's I think that's cool. It's fun. Um, and I think it's like, and it fits. It fits the like the the theme of the album itself. I feel like. Yeah, and I mean, it fits like I think her brand is like a pop, you know, like star, like yeah, th- to have kind of these like club bangers. Um, and I think it's. I, I just like I, it, I think it's much better than like a deluxe version of an album, <laughs> even though. Yeah, I agree with that. Even for though sure. you know, technically a deluxe version is more new music. I don't think I want that. It feels like it feels like this is still part of that initial contract that you were talking about, right? So like you signed up for like you know Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia. This is like a different version of that. Like I've always thought yeah. about. Um, if if deluxe albums were like that, then I would have no problem with them. Yeah, you and know, like call it call it Future Nostalgia Platinum or something. Exactly, like that. or just like yeah, that. just like a different, more like uh, usable version. I thought about like um, I I just had this thought like if I were ever to make an album and it is like super skit heavy maybe, or maybe mm-hmm. it kind of like has that to also then release a version that has none of that in there and like call it like a shuffle version. Just like not necessarily yeah. anything different, but I like the idea of being like, you know what, like this album's really good for this time, you know, like when you're sitting down listening to it. But what if you want to enjoy it in a different time? Like I don't know when you're like driving around with your friends. Like wouldn't it be nice if there right. was a version that you didn't have to meticulously watch 
so you guys aren't listening to like a minute and 30 skit, you know, on the way to the club. So that's cool. That's what's up. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, one thing I thought was interesting that I saw recently. I, saw, I actually saw it like two days ago. Um, and this is kind of a, another callback to something that we talked about in the past, or at least a person we talked about in the past. Um, but did you hear that uh, it was so it was Little Dirk, which is funny because Little Dirk, I feel like has <laughs> has come up. It I, that kind of happens yeah, on this been, podcast. He's been having a time recently. <laughs> but but just like it, it's like we'll talk about someone on one episode, and it seems like they'll just kind of keep sticking around for like yeah. one or two more episodes. And that's how I feel like with, with Little Dirk. Obviously, we're gonna talk about him later. But um, he like tweeted out that Six Nine's team had contacted him and offered him three million dollars to like continue. Um, online beef with uh, six nine and stuff like that, and to like keep trolling him and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then and then That's right strange. right after he tweeted that little TJ, another guy we've <laughs> been talking about recently, um, he tweeted the same thing and said that six nine team approached him as well. Uh, so yeah, so it sounds like six nine's kind of at the end of his rope. I would hope so. I would hope that That's really claiming I, for attention. Um, you know, shout out to those guys. Uh, I don't know anything too much about them, but I do find it really cool uh, that they, because it wasn't just like, oh, like, you know, obviously they were tweeting about it because they're like, nah, like, fuck that. We're not, like, <laughs> we're not supporting right. this, like, like, this guy. We're not going to work covertly to, like, make this benefit, you know? Like, we like, when we say we hate your ass, that's, that's just us being real. Like, that's not... And um, and I feel like both of those rappers are like New York or, or Brooklyn rappers. Um, I'm not sure about uh, Lil Durk. I feel like TJ is. I think though. I I remember looking him up when when that Drake song came out, but I don't remember where he was from. Where so he's from, yeah. I really have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> um, he's from Chicago. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense because something else that happens later. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, but yeah. So you know, I think that's kind of cool. I like I said, I was shocked. But you know, it makes sense that maybe like Six Nine had some steam because he was being released from prison. Uh, mm-hmm. But is he going to be able to continue that? Uh, maybe that was. I, I doubt it. That was. Hey, you know, <laughs> we doubt it. We said he wasn't going to be successful out of prison, and that was just a complete. Uh, that was a, a Charles Barkley pick. <laughs> if, if nothing else, um, but maybe maybe it wasn't that we were wrong. It's just that we were, um, you know, we were kind of. It under- took us a long, a little longer to be right. Exactly, exactly. We were underestimating the amount of excitement that leaving prison can generate. You know what I'm saying? Cause and it, and it can generate excitement. You know, if you go to prison, mm. if someone goes to prison, and then it's like, oh hey, like you know, free my nigga, you know, whatever, and then he actually gets free. You know, like that's the energy that that. That's that's like album release, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I still feel like some of his some of his numbers were fake, though. Oh, you think so? Just completely. Yeah, like the uh, whatever record he supposedly broke for for the Gooba music video. I don't think that was real. That's still it's if that's the case, there that 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 means that there are some powerful people that have invested money in Six Nine, and his and, label. He still has he's still signed to a label. Yeah, but I mean that's yeah, but I mean a lot of motherfuckers are signed labels and not having you know lies. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, but, I mean, he was he he did have the. Like, I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk more anymore <laughs> you, you, about it. You don't want to get into beef. Into beef. Nah. <laughs> I'll get into beef. They ain't paying me no money. Hey, fuck them rats. We don't listen to rats around here. Only cats. In hats. That's right. Yeah, drop it. Off the top, bro. It's off the top. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, yo, hey, y'all, go stream JT the Human if you want more of that. <laughs> 
<laughs> more heat more just heat like that. Just like that. Dr. Seuss ass nigga in the streets. Um, uh, so yeah. I have something else. Uh, the Fable Lil Wayne mixtape, No Ceilings, has finally been released on all streaming platforms. And a lot of people are excited about it. That's crazy. I, I'm hearing about this live right now and I'm trying to find it <laughs> right now. Well, it's, it, it didn't like just just happen. It was like uh, a few days ago, I want to say. Okay, hold on. I got I to gotta, I gotta find it. This, this is my, this was like my, my whole entire like high school. It's at least definitely like my senior and junior year. Just driving around, listening to No Ceilings. <laughs> I, think, I think it's Pico Lewin, and I, can, I think I can prove it. I think I can prove that this is the strongest this man has ever rapped. I mean, it, it couldn't miss. It was, bar, it was bar after bar for like 15 tracks. Oh, my God. I'm surprised it, it took so long for them to, to release it. Well, like, I wonder what... It's, it's a true mixtape, so I imagine that it was harder. Uh... Because, yeah, so a lot of the... the almost, I think all the beats are, are beats from other songs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did, and that's what made it so fucking flame. Like, like right. he was just like the swag surf remix, incredible. Like, it just, like the thing is, ice cream paint job mix, incredible. Like, just he he. There's slow songs on there, fast songs. Um, he there's a line about Rafael Nadal, which at the time was huge to me because I played tennis. <laughs> like you, you don't even know. Hold on, I cannot find it. And I need to find it before we continue because I'm not gonna be able to focus. So, yeah, it's under the oh, I, I see. Just it, I just it see it. No ceilings. No ceilings. Yes, bro. Ah, bro. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got Drake on this. Oh my god. When did the original come out? Oh, when, no ceilings. When did? Yeah. Um, you said you were in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. That was, like, that was when Drake was out. Was Drake that old? I, I didn't hear. Yeah. I didn't hear about Drake until freshman. Best I, best I ever college. had came out when we was like 15. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember, I was in Houston. And Drake is pretty big in Houston, so that's that is potentially why you didn't hear about him. Okay, yeah, yeah. maybe. Like in Houston, it's whack. They have I'm pretty sure they have a, a day called Drake Day, which I think is so <laughs> whack. I think it's so whack because Drake is not from Houston. I mean, he wants to be from Houston so bad. If you go back and listen to his like earlier songs, he's always talking about mm-hmm. Purple Sprite, talking about Houston, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas is that song he had that was really big. Like he loves Houston. Fuck Drake. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm noticing. How when, much did he pay I'm, you to say that? <laughs> Oh my god, that would be dope. I would, I would love that job. Yeah, I mean, I might, right. I might, Just I might get paid sign to talk up. shit about people. Yeah, yeah I might uh, sign if, up for it. I, yeah, honestly, if, if it wasn't six nine offered me three million, oh, you would I, do it for six I, nine. I, I'd think about it. I no, think about it. No, I could. You know, that's that's life money. That's money I got for life. Yeah, but you'd be forever in debt to the streets. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who's that even me? <laughs> Anyways, super excited about that. Can't believe you just dropped that on me. I already got it added. Because um, I already had it in my library, but now I can stream it and give some money back to Lil Wayne. Nice. And he gonna remember and give it back to me when I pop. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> um, okay, what about what about this? Here's one for your head top. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, ASAP Ferg is no longer a part of ASAP Mob. Huh. Did you, did you so hear about is that? He, is he just Ferg now? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you can't be ASAP Ferg. Because, uh, I mean, he, he's, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, like, legally, like, you know, on the books is ASAP. Yeah, no, so it says, um, so it was reported by uh, this, you know, this Instagram page, but it says, ASAP Ferg is no longer a part of ASAP, says ASAP Ills, and then from his, like, from ASAP Ills, which is the person he, um, they, like, quoted from, that it's from his story, it says, Ferg and ASAP no more, sorry guys, that nigga burnt out, songs, dumb trash, Mr. Anthem can't get right. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't make heads or tails of it. That nigga burnt out. And then it says songs, dumb trash, Mr. Anthem can't get right. I mean, that may, it makes sense to me. Really? <laughs> can, can you break it down for me? Like, he, he's saying Mr. Anthem, like, facetiously. Oh. And he, he's saying he can't get right. Like, all it's just going going off of, you know, all his songs are trash. Interesting. That's that's weird. I wonder, I mean, let's see. Hold on. And then, But is he, like, is this is this the guy that's in charge of ASAP Mob? Is he speaking for everybody, or is or did they just have some beef between the two of them, and he's just saying saying shit public? So I, the next thing says is some someone named Young Lord said he said what he said, and then someone says ASAP Ill started ASAP. If it wasn't him, it wouldn't have been no ASAP Mob. So praise ASAP Ills. I don't know. I'm be honest with you. Because I I always thought that. Who? I guess Yams, ASAP Yams, before he died, was the one in charge of everything. Yeah, he probably was, but I don't know who this, you know, I don't know who they're taking over. But I, I'm be, like, I'm telling you right now, I don't know anything really, about the it. only two ASAPs that matter are Rocky and Ferg. Exactly, that's kind of what I'm saying. So, I like, and I, and I know that Rocky isn't the, like, the leader of that group, even though I, I always right. I always think that. Um because they're the most successful. I'm like, why wouldn't you be the leader? Like, I can't. Like, like, yeah. I, can't, like I mean, you the leader now, nigga. Like, like, <laughs> like well, I don't care what, what it was. Um, you know what I'm saying? If, if it was you, me, and we hanging out with some 13-year-old, and his shit pop, I'm sorry, but that's that's, who, that's, <laughs> that's who's on top right that's, now. That's, the, that's boss right there. <laughs> hey, I go, I go where the bread go, bro. I can't. Um, right. But... Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. Are you, I mean, I'm an ASAP Rocky fan, uh, but I'm kind of an ASAP Ferg fan. Like, um, yeah, I like Ferg. I like both of them. Yeah. Um, I I always assumed between the two of them that Ferg was the in the superior position, just because I think he's a lot older, right? Mm-hmm. So I that's that's kind of that's well, that was kind of my default. I'm just I'm talking mindset. shit. I have absolutely no idea how old he might not be older. Let me look real quick. Uh, I always thought he was older. Let me see, because ASAP Rocky is older than like how old do you think ASAP Rocky is? Uh, I feel like he's about our age, like mid twenties. No, he said Rocky's thirty one. Oh, well. yeah, pretty pretty boy flock. Let me tell you, man. And then how old do you think Ferg is? Well, if if ASAP if if Rocky's thirty one, I would say he's like, I would I would guess he's like mid to late thirties. Nah, he's thirty one too. They're the same age. In fact, let me find oh, out. Well, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> how old am I? <laughs> Wait, let's find out like exactly when they're born. Hold on, it's a rocky birthday. Uh, okay, so he was born October third. Well, then, I don't, I don't know what gave me that impression. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I saw an interview or something. No, I totally and get it. Rocky was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. ASAP Rocky, I think, looks young, and Ferg looked like a man. <laughs> and he sounds <laughs> yeah I mean he just did and he, he sounds like old too so he's actually 17 days younger than <laughs> Rocky wow okay well you know what oh that's funny yeah clearly we don't know anything about ASAP so I mean who knows Ferg could be still in it I I just I saw the title and I was like that's that's interesting because I feel like that's half of of his identity so like um, right. but honestly at this you know, point you know what I want to see happen what? is I mean not not like just, just because it would be entertaining for me personally is if like he does get kicked out, but he doesn't change his name. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, nah, <laughs> this is my shit. Now. He's like, I made the name ASAP Big. I take that shit. Um, right. Or he could change it to ASAP, like that other guy, <laughs> <to> ASAP Rock. <laughs> 
I bet him and Asa. Wouldn't that be? Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Um, I wonder think? how Rocky feels about it. Uh, who, oh, Asa Rocky. I mean, who, I mean, I don't even know where, where he's at <laughs> right now. Someone said, someone. I think I was reading a comment and it said they were like, I could see like Rocky not knowing anything about this, and I was like, yeah, right. yeah, I could totally see him just not having any clue. Um, so you know, we'll see. We'll see if that is anything. I, I actually, it's not that shocking because I've seen him go by Ferg. A lot, anyways. I feel like him and Rocky oh, really? go by Rocky. Yeah, they go by Rocky and Ferg all the time because the ASAP is assumed. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that maybe as a society we've grown past the idea of, of um, like, these rap groups having all the same name. It seems like... Uh, I, know, I like it. I know YBN, I, um, Corday took the YBN off his name, too, recently, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know who that is? I've, I've heard of him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a decent little young rapper. But you say you like it. So you want you like people. To yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of it. It's like uh, it's like, you know how how they used to get up on stage in matching outfits. You know, some people might think it's corny. I I, I don't think I, it's corny. I just think we might have grown past it. Just like I definitely think we've grown past the matching outfits. <laughs> I think we should bring it back. <laughs> Do you think we should bring it back? See, it's funny you say that though, because aren't you on a rap collective, Adam? Black yeah. Adam. We have we have. We have shirts. We don't have like, whole. We don't have matching fits. No. What about the names? We're working on. I'm it. talking about the names. Oh, the name's not. Let's ship a sale. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was too late. I already. <laughs> I already had the name before I had the. Oh group. my god. Oh. No, you didn't though. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're right because I changed it halfway through. But no, but wouldn't that be whack if if I changed exactly. if I changed my name to Basement Black Adam and I was the only the only one with Basement in my name? <laughs> I think Basement is kind of long too. I think that's a problem. Yeah, uh, and that's not even that's only half of the name. And you could, oh, it's only half of the name. Basement Fresh is the full one. Ooh. So I, yeah, I can't be Basement Fresh Black. You guys, you guys could put uh, like you guys could put Fresh at the end of all your names. That could be cool, and like spell it with a dollar sign. No, that's no, no. A dollar, no. a dollar sign, and the number four upside down. What? Yeah, because you make it, you make it both stacks. That's. What. I hate everything that you said for the past five minutes. All right. Well, anyways, well, that's uh, that's the music news. <laughs> So as far as our discussion, um, you said you wanted to have it happen naturally. Um, so was there anything natural that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how much you know about the um, XXL freshman list this year. Oh my God. I d- yeah, we could run through that. Yeah, that, that would actually be really cool. Um, I don't know a lot, but I, I have seen at least one of those videos, um, and it was terrible. I've seen two. Well, I've seen two, actually. I've seen... Jack Harlow's, and then I've seen, um, I forgot who it was, XXL Freshman. But yeah, that could be cool. We could run through it. How much do you know about it? Um, none, nothing at all. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know, because I kind of know about it, and like, if you know something about it, that could kind of carry, I just that know, could carry like, the I, conversation. I looked, up, <laughs> I looked up one of the, one of the rappers, Chica, uh, after, after I saw like a clip of her rapping. And she's really good. Oh, nice, dope. But that's that's the only one that that I. Really I would. Know. You know what I do want to talk to you about though, since you brought this up because I brought it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Do you think that this has the same impact that it used to? What XXL? Mm-hmm. Or like the freshman list? No, I don't think so. Would you want to be an XXL freshman? 
Yeah, for sure. Like even even if it's even if people don't care about it anymore, that's still something that you can say about yourself. I think if they approach me right now, the answer would be yes. But I think that because I definitely know where you're coming from. But like if somebody, if if I've gotten to the level where I they are approaching me, and I'm not like a joke rapper, and not saying that like these guys are like can't rap. That's not what I mean. I I don't I don't have the right term for it. But like some rappers inherently use humor, like in their like like lyrics and like in their persona. Um, mm-hmm. And then like the the freshman list, like the the grand stage kind of almost gives them another platform to be funny, uh, with delivering like you know because it's supposed to be this like intense freestyle. And sometimes they <laughs> they like don't care enough. Or they don't, and that kind of creates its own buzz in itself. Um, yeah, so I don't know if I would do it because I don't know I don't know if it would fit my brand. Like I'd have to be, it, it would have to match my persona. I don't know if it does anymore. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, every I, I every disagree year, with that. every year, like just like you mentioned that one girl. I feel like every year you see like one or two rappers who like has like a really serious verse, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I feel like it used to hit, and those guys that were on that list used to boom. Like that was like yeah. kind I, of. I do agree with that. Yeah, and but now, I I feel like that's less about. I think that's less about the freshman list itself and more about, you know, the state of mainstream, like what's becoming mainstream hip hop. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that it's in our like in our personal taste. I think it's the people, the people who are in control of the list and who decide like who makes it and what they want. Their their ultimate goals, I don't think, align with what. I initially thought that they were like yeah. they're they're like they, trying to they want to they want to pick people that they think that are they they want people that aren't too popular already exactly because they have to be you know up and coming but and then they want people that are that will get them that they think will get them the most views pretty much do you think I, I like in my dream I always imagine us blowing up together and so, like, if you, let's say that, like, um, independently, though, like, I imagine that, like, we, like, find success, like, at the same time. And, like, we know each other, so, it's, like, that's cool. Uh, but, like, so let's say you get offered, right? And I didn't. Do you think that would cause beef between us? <laughs> like, if, um, like, if you, if you did it, yes, if you did it. Yes, but only, only because, <laughs> <laughs> only because when I do my, my freshman interview, I'm going to put you on blast. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I mean, you should, because I'm going to, like, I'm going to 100% be subbing you. When they ask me why I didn't do it, and I'd be like, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, for some niggas, for some whack-ass yeah, niggas. I don't want to be on stage with punk asses. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, some whack-ass niggas like Black Adam. I mean, I don't know. Like, anybody. You know, I'm not, I'm not naming specifics Black Adam is a bitch. I'm not going to say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you definitely have to come, you have to come at me. But, no, I, going back to your question, I, I feel like I, I don't think there would be any friction just because, or at least for me, I feel like my... If if you if you get that kind of status, like I feel like that elevates me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like then I can go around being like, yeah, I'm I'm a friend of the of the freshman. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of you know who you're talking to right now. <laughs> I would. <laughs> you talk you talk you talking to JT the human's friend. I think it actually like, would be. Don't tough. even look at me right now. I think. Why it, are you breathing my air? <laughs> you, JT the human. <laughs> Don't <friend>. you know? <laughs> they could be like who. Nigga, what? I stopped listening to that <laughs> I, um, I have the magazine ready. I bust it out. Bam, that's my boy man, right there. That would be dope if I was a little magazine. Now give me bro. my shit for free. Everybody would get a copy, bro. I, I can say that I right now. Hey, if you listen right now and I pop and I get, get on a magazine cover, you all got a free copy from me. Straight up. I could afford oh, it. Oh, work? 
Oh, be everybody who's listening right now. Yeah. True. Give me, give me like ten copies. Well, no, I said eight free copies. I can get some. And you, and you ain't even, li- you ain't even listening right now. So, <laughs> so you don't count. You not. I'm not talking I'm to you. I'm not talking to I'm you. I'm listening. If you go back and listen later, but you right now at this moment, absolutely not. You cannot have a copy. Oh, um, but uh, bro, that's semantics. That's some lawyer. No, I don't know if I'd want to. Like, if you if you got the XSL like freshman list, and I didn't. I don't know mm. if I want to be like, oh yeah, like I'm like friend of. A black Adam <laughs> who got the freshman. <laughs> I mean, we've done a lot of songs together, so I guess that would be Yeah, cool. it'd be like, yeah, I, you rub elbows with, you know, yeah. uh, an official up-and-comer. So that's like, like, what does that say about you? I feel like it says something. It would say something, yeah. You could lie. I could, like, I could lie and say that I turned it down. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Oh, like, well, oh, that's not where I thought you were going with that. Oh, yeah, what were you going to say? I thought, I thought you were saying, like, anybody could just lie and say that they know, you know, one of the one of the freshmen oh yeah they could which is true yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah which is why um yeah it's one of those things i think would be cool like if i was like local but then i think like if i'm local and someone comes hangs and hangs you know is hanging out with me and then like they see that you call or we're playing like you know playstation or something and they're like oh is that is that the black guy and i'm like yeah yeah from like yeah freshman yeah that's my yeah, that's my friend from college my, my homie and i'm like oh it worked <laughs> damn that's dope hey hey his song his single all, like all i fucking love that joint man it's just it's hot and i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah. I, I guess i feel that yeah it's cool yeah and they're like yeah man that's dope and then it's just like all right like hey you know, I'm, I'm in music too like oh wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, it's like oh were you a freshman too <laughs> nah like, <laughs> It's, nah, not, nah, it's nah. not like all that. Um, but cool, cool. But see, did you want to run through the list? So you have, you have it pulled up? Um, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's see. Polo G, Chica, NLE Chapa, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. There you go. Lil Keed, Lil TJ, 5 Foreign. I've heard of him. Callboy, Rod Wave, Baby Keem, 24K Golden, and Mulatto. So the, all the songs haven't dropped yet, right? What songs? Like all the little, like the ciphers that are being released. Oh, the freestyles? Um, I've seen... Um, the only reason why I'm saying that is I have an article pulled up YouTube. where it says... Um, and Lil, Lil Keed was the one who dropped... No, the, it looks like they're all out. Well, Lil Keed was the one who dropped the terrible... Uh, <laughs> the terrible one. I know they said 24K Golden put out um, his today, I think. Interesting. I just know I'm reading this yeah, article. I just saw his... And it says... That's from yesterday. It, it says, after what Lil' Key dropped yesterday, hip-hop fans were wary about what was to come next. Bro, this was the weirdest. Um, so, did you watch any? Have you seen any of them? I'm, I'm currently looking at 24, 24K Golden. Okay, is it acapella? It's not great. Is it, <laughs> is, <laughs> is, is it acapella, though? Is it, like, no beat and just him rapping? Well, I mean, there's never a beat, but... Well, they, wait. There have been like ciphers before. That's not true. Yeah, that's no. I'm talking about the. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the freestyle, not the cipher. Oh wait, they do. They do a freshman cipher and a freshman freestyle as well. Yeah, there's. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. they have. Yeah, they have a. They have a cipher where it's like. It's like five of them together, and they each take turns doing yeah, yeah, like a yeah, yeah. like and, a like a sixteen. But these are just their but individual. Then, freestyle. But then they also each get their own like individual like freestyle gotcha. where they just you know spit a freestyle that, that, I've I feel like I've never liked the freestyles well I don't know I so some like Jack Harlow if you look up Jack Harlow's his is okay um, okay even though you know how I feel about white rappers but that's right y'all I hate him 
No, I'm just <laughs> no, come on. I just was praising Eminem. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, Jack Harlow was pretty good. Um, and uh, I feel like not everybody, like, I did that in college. You know, I used to go around rapping acapella for people. So, like, there's a style of rap that I think works with that. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of these guys do that exactly. style of rap. The little that's, keyboard. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is terrible, but I think that like sometimes this works in their advantage because one, I think their fans know that, and then I think that they almost like intentionally and purposefully like half-ass it, so that it becomes a story of how like bad it was. I remember when a uh, designer. Yeah. Did his uh, XXL freestyle. It was so strange at the time, but it was. You think we weren't ready? No, it was. It was like uh, be, kind of because, uh, like what you said, just just because of like his style and like doing it acapella. It was it was kind of weird, but at the same time, like you could tell that there was something there, and like it it generated so much buzz, and then when he eventually came out with the actual song. Uh, it was a lot, I don't know, it, it, it hit a lot harder, I guess, just because, mm. I don't know, he, he had built up this um, this this interest, I guess, around around the freestyle. So not only are they doing, because it's obviously, like you said, so they're always acapella, and that doesn't work with everybody, but then also, like, like there's, there's just, like, this weird camera that is starting, like, low and then going above them, uh-huh. and specifically with little key he looked more and more insecure the higher the camera got like like it was like he was afraid that it was going to drop on him and it just like it created this weird energy in the room that i was like they they took this and they were like this is <laughs> this this is it <laughs> you know what i mean uh, it makes me wonder like how many other takes do they have and they're like that's like, it can't <laughs> be any of those so it's gotta right. be this one uh, but yeah 24 24 karat golden like he just ends up like just straight up singing like he's doing he's doing serenades by the end of his freestyle that's, that's so interesting um these rappers that's also i i do actually want to talk about this okay let's go for it. um i i i don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast or just like between the two of us okay. but how do you how do you feel about this this new trend of people calling things freestyles that are clearly not like off the top Ooh, that's a great it's a great thing to bring up. And I say recent, but really it's been I feel I feel like this started maybe five five to ten years ago, possibly. Yes. I, when when did when did uh Kendrick's backseat freestyle come out? Okay, great. I, great. I feel, I feel um, like that's when it really took off. I would even disagree with that and say that it's been a thing way longer than that. Um because I remember and so in and what are you so I guess, I guess clarify your question, because are you saying like when have people started calling songs freestyles, or when no, have people started I, okay. spitting written things and calling that a freestyle? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like gotcha. Two, yeah. Gotcha. 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 Yes. Yeah, so. And not even not even necessarily in a in a in a freestyle setting. You know, like I'm not I'm not talking about like them. You know, like I, I roll up on you in the streets and say, "Hey, spit a freestyle," and you spit something that you've written. It's like writing something. That written. I mean, it does include that, but. It's. I'm mostly referring to you know things like this, like the XXL freest, uh, freestyles, exactly. where they're like they're they're rapping things that that are obviously you know either portions of songs that they've they've made that they've been working on or you know just like verses that they've had written already exactly. that they're that they're dropping. So I don't and like calling it freestyle. Yeah, I don't like it. So um, 
this has been I feel like something I've been dealing with since I started like rapping. So it's it's very interesting to me. Um, and I think that you fall in one or two camps based on how you were introduced to freestyles and how powerful that like impacted your opinion of like rap in general. So okay. like um, I obviously I like grew up listening to Eminem, who was like a big like rap like battle, and that was like obviously like freestyle. Um, and that's kind of like how, and that because of the the way that that's done, like rap battles are done. It you have to be able to come up with things quickly because you're kind of constantly like even if you prepared certain disses, you need to be able to adjust and adapt to what's just happened. Mm-hmm. You like know, in the, in the yeah in the battle exactly exactly. So you have to put things together on the fly, um, and then certain rappers, you know, would do freestyles all the time. There were uh, so so I remember I first heard. Like, I would hear Eminem freestyles, and then I would hear songs where he would be using similar bars, and I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, so which came first, though? Like, was it that he wrote the bar down, and then it came out naturally in a freestyle? Because I'm okay with that. Um, and uh, notice, I'm saying bars. So I'm talking, like, every now and then I would yeah. hear, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Not, like, stanzas of lines directly ripped from a song into a freestyle. Right. Um, like, literally, like, uh, like Eminem would say something like, I was born with horns, you know, like, to rhyme with, like, unicorn or something like that. And maybe I've heard, like, born with horns in another, like, you know, Eminem song. Uh, but, it, so that was kind of how I got introduced to it. So I always, like, valued freestyling. It's an off-the-top thing, a very hard thing to do. And I would practice it in the shower. Now, when I first started rapping, I, like, it, it would be hanging out with my friends. And they'd be like, hey, let's freestyle. And I'm like, oh, I'm just not really good at freestyling. And so I would never do it. And this was the funniest thing, bro. I shit you not. One of my friends, who doesn't rap anymore, he wasn't, like, really even into it, but he's freestyling, and he would just be, like, talking. Like, he would be going, and he would be like, yeah, and so then I went there here, and I said hi. And then we went and went to a movie theater. And, like, nothing was rhyming. Mm-hmm. And there are songs and a bunch of things that you can do where things don't rhyme and it works. But freestyles obviously need to rhyme. That's the whole, that's the whole point. <laughs> it just didn't, like, I was just... It, and and so I was shocked, and that was weird to me. And I was like, people are always trying to like mix and muddy what a freestyle is, and and I don't know it's just very weird to me. In the case of the Kendrick Lamar Backstreet Freestyle, I think that that is a theatrical title. I don't think that it is meant to say. Which I know you can nitpick and be like, oh, like what's the point of that? I think that song is supposed to represent freestyling in the car with your friends. Like, the energy that he is, like, rapping on that song, um, it feels like the start of a freestyle. Like, if you were to go into a car and, like, take a, like, and listen to, like, four or five kids, like, rap for, like, hours and freestyle, and you, like, took, you're like, ooh, that's a hook, we're gonna take that, and then we're gonna, like, if you were to grab it and make a song, that's what that kind of feels like for me. But you're right, there's just, it, I, I think that it's just always been that way, because I think that, like, freestyling is, it's cool, and people want to be good at it. And some people are really, really good at it. Like, you know who's really good at freestyling? It's Megan Thee Stallion. And, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, you haven't seen... Um, oh. I haven't. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, bro. Oh, damn. Damn. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'll, I'll, look, I'll look it up on my own. No, but I want you to see one in, in specific. Uh, or or one, one particular link. But I'll, I'll send it to you later. But she's really, okay. really good. And so I think that, like, when I see some of these... And, and you can tell when a freestyle is, at least in my opinion, you can tell when it's not yeah, usually. off the top. Um, just with I, I think usually with the cadence because I know that like when you're like when you're flowing it usually it's just kind of coming out, and sometimes when it's like too sharp, uh, then I'm like oh that's I'm kind of you know I'm kind of shocked, 
Uh, but um, and then also the subject matter. Like if you're just talking about like stuff that I think you could easily come up with, and not grander concepts, then I'm like, oh okay, like that's that's pretty right. solid. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a thing that people like doing. And and then the argument, which I think is what you initially brought up, a lot of people say the freestyles are just songs that don't have choruses or hooks. I have always referred to that as that's a free, what I have a problem with as a free verse. Free verse, right? Exactly, yeah. because the verse is free. It's not attached to anything. But freestyle is a is an art form. And, you know, I mean, I think that there are just some people who, uh, I, I mean, I, I honestly think it's just whack. I think it's just people trying to get the, like, the, the, the clout of, you know, of the word freestyle. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I think that, I think it carries a lot of weight. Uh, I, I think it, like, it, I, I don't know, it's, it's the most, like, like, combo technical, like, side of, like, uh, like rap at like at an early stage, I think that that has a you know it's competitive, right? Like that in battle rapping is competitive. You can like yeah. compete with that. Whereas like you know when you take that out, it's all kind of subjective. You know like who's a better rapper? To go like, oh, well, you know Adam can flow for like thirty straight minutes, and JT <laughs> can only go for like thirty seconds. So like you know Adam Adam just got that flow. It's like you know something to be proud of. Um, do you remember when uh, I know that you because you barely you said that you weren't really big on Drake I think in high school, but do you remember? Uh, he used to carry around like there was this when he was just getting started. Um, someone was like, "Hey, Drake, freestyle, freestyle, freestyle." You remember there was this video of him? And he was like, "Okay, I got some, I got some written." And he pulled his phone out, and <laughs> there was like, "What?" And it was just, and and I just feel like that it, it became a thing too, where like, like I personally believe that most of the freestyles we hear are written, um, mm. like especially like the radio ones, uh, just because it's too. Okay, so so tell me this. Tell me this. What are the odds that every single rapper who has ever freestyled on a radio station usually doesn't mess up? Like, like no, I've I've seen I've seen plenty of exactly. plenty of radio freestyles where they mess up. Really, I've seen I've yeah. seen a bunch where I saw my my favorite radio freestyle actually, Lupe Fiasco on Funk Flex. Uh, he like and Lupe Fiasco is a great freestyler. Mm-hmm. Like he he he's one of I, I won't say one of the best because I I just like him personally. He's one of my favorite freestylers. Oh, but, do you um, like him as a rapper? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. But um, but yeah, but he's he's freestyling on funk on funk flex, and there's a there's a spot where he, you know, kind of kind of trips up over over his own words, but then he takes that and he like you know freestyles off of the fact that he messed up and you know and then like keeps going and it's and it's dope yeah and i just mean i say like i i, f- I feel like there are we be, we we only really catch wind of the freestyle videos that are like that are hot impressive yeah i guess that's what i'm saying like the odds that <laughs> like you never catch so okay so you've been freestyling like with the boys before right yeah okay cool you know sometimes there's just nothing there I just feel like I never it's very rare that I see someone just have nothing in the tank so like I don't necessarily mean that like they're all going in prepared to like just spit that written but I feel like if I was your manager <laughs> and you were going in to like the breakfast club you'd be like hey maybe, maybe you should take a written I was just like take, just take a written just take a written why? Just think just, about it. And you were like, no. Nah. I was like, bro, just, just just have it. Like, You don't need it? That's cool. That's great. Great. Phenomenal. You're talented. I think you're talented. You, I know you don't fucking need it. Just put it in your goddamn body. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> have you ever uh, seen Riff Raff do a, a radio freestyle? I haven't. It, it, you, you'll have a good time watching okay. it. 
because Riff Raff is not a good freestyler, but he's a very entertaining freestyler. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and I mean, and that's and that's what I think most people would at least hope from some of these XXL guys, right? Um, yeah. Because I mean, that's what they are. It's like rap is entertainment um, at this point, more so than just like just you know just an art form in itself. Um, cool, cool. Do you have anything else to say about those guys? Those uh, those freshmen? I know you said who, not who, really. Who did you say Chica. was good. You said Kika was good. Yeah, Chica. Chica was good. I I haven't seen any of her XXL stuff, but um, I saw like a clip of her Tiny Desk concert so i went and and looked at that and it was that was really good oh, okay oh so you haven't seen her xxl stuff yet no oh oh uh one thing i want to say on. about... look um as as we're as i'm like kind of scrolling through these things i uh, i'm looking at uh 2018's xxl jid was was one of those people yeah and he's had a he's had a good come up so i feel yeah, like yeah. it's not they're still i think they still have some they're still carrying some weight i just don't think that jid needed to do that like I think that, <laughs> that I think that Jid like, like I'm I'm happy he did it. And like the reality is, is like you're right. Like if the opportunity arises, and like for my opinion, Jid was at the perfect level where it it was it could only help him do that. It was not going to hurt him. But like, mm-hmm. tell me who else is in that class? Uh, I'm looking at Ski Mask, the Slump God. Okay, who else? I remember him. Um, let me see, because I'm I'm really just seeing these things through the related video ah. link. Let me let me look up. I don't want to. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, unless you like see like you find out that like J Cole was a 2018 freshman <laughs> or some <laughs> shit like that. But I feel like it was a bunch of lames, <laughs> like it, um, like Jid and maybe like see. one or two other good guys. Low pump. Okay. Trippy red. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, YBN Namir. Uh, Black Boy JB. There you go. Block Boy. That's the guy who was on that song um, that that people only liked because of Drake. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, 105, Chevy Drive, Look Alive, Look Alive. Lil Skies, <laughs> who don't refuse to attend the shoot. That's funny. Yeah, Lil Skies is... Um, uh, smoke is, perp. Is okay. is that, I mean, you're naming a bunch of guys I don't like, and then there's like a couple guys where I'm like, yeah, all right. Um, yeah, there, there are some names that I've heard of, but yeah. And it's kind of what I think I mean. other, other than Jid... Jid didn't need to do There's, that, but it did help him yeah. because I think that like his fan base, it's good to see him like doing stuff. It's good to be like active. There's probably a couple people who like saw Jid yeah, do like that. It, it validates you to your to your uh, fan your base. fans. I think that I just I think that validation is meaning less and less every year. And it's so like about, it's almost it's almost like getting uh getting a, a Grammy. I feel like like it's a it's the Grammys of the of the indie. Well, I guess they're probably not indie. I could see that though. This. I could see that. Maybe some of them. I could see that. I because I because I think I care just as little about the the Grammys. So I I, I do. But I, but I but you wouldn't that. turn down a Grammy. Like no one's no one's career suffers from winning a Grammy. Exactly. You exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. think any of these people are worse off because they were on the no the freshman not at list. No. But yeah, I don't think that Jid like is hurt from that. I just don't know. I I wonder if you could like make a stance by like by saying no, I'm not going to do it. Like I and I know that because I remember. Um, there was some, I think maybe like two or three years before that 2018 class, like while mm-hmm. we were in college, there was like buzz around people doing exactly that, like being like, oh no, I'm not gonna. Of turning it down? Yeah, but those, but, but you... it was, but it was only, but it was, I, I feel like it was only in situations where the rappers had then become so big already that, that it was not. Oh, that they didn't want to be considered. A freshman. Up exactly. And, up and comers. Exactly. I yeah, guess yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was, I was going to ask, like, what's the, what kind of stand would you be making? 
like what what can you gain from like turning it down but that that makes sense yeah like, like saying that i'm not like an up-and-comer and i'm not a freshman and that this is weak yeah. like and that these rappers are weak i don't want to be associated with them uh, <laughs> um, and then just like controversy in general but i did last thing i want to talk about this because uh, you mentioned her the, the rapper mulatto um, mm-hmm. She um, she and this other rapper named Lyskin Keisha were getting uh, a little bit of flack this week on Twitter. I think, or maybe even past week, just because uh, their because name. Because of the names. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just thought, I thought that was <laughs> clearly it's obvious why they got the flack. So, um, but I just thought that was interesting since you brought her up. How do you? What do you think about the name Mulatto? Yeah, I thought it was kind of dumb. It's. It, but it, I, I wasn't gonna. I'm say like, anything. is Mulatto offensive? It must be. It must be. Um. It depends on who you ask. Okay, but what if, what if we asked the person who was, who was biracial, <laughs> who was half white, half black? Uh, uh, I I think, I think it's I think it's statistically offensive. Yeah, if that makes sense. like yeah. it'll it'll offend more people than it won't offend. Yeah, and then it's just like it's just it, it, it was such an interesting. Like I think the word sounds funny, so you don't like think too much about it. <laughs> then, because did you ever watch Archer? No, uh, kind of. Oh, there's really. there's uh, a reoccurring joke. Not enough to know what you're about to refer yeah, to. Yeah, there's a reoccurring joke where there's like a ringtone that um, Archer has or Lana has, and it's like it's just like mulatto butts. It's just like it's just like this like tech <laughs> tech dance like in the background, just brr, 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 mulatto butts. And I'm just like, I'm like, it's hilarious. But at the same time, I'm just like, what? Why? Why? And so, uh, yeah. I don't and know. actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that term uh, was created through slavery mm-hmm. there's yeah. no way it's not I, I, just like, I was like there's no way that a positive word about like an interracial <laughs> uh, person or a person who was you know formed from an interracial relationship in our racist ass country is not offensive um, yeah but yeah uh, interesting well cool alright so those are the freshmen y'all so get excited for the future of hip hop uh, <laughs> um, it, uh, it might not be bright but it has bright colored hair and that that, that means something um, Did, let me see, actually. I wonder who... I feel like this might be the first year where no one had brightly colored hair. Someone had Since, uh, didn't I think that 24K Golden guy has um, golden hair, doesn't he? Let me check. Doesn't he? Let me check. Do you like Jack Harlow, though? Have you heard that uh, What's Poppin' song? No, I don't think he does. What's Poppin'? He's got... Like, it's dyed, but it's not, like... It's not too bright. Oh wait, hold on. I'm looking at something else. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not right. It's not right. Now it's time for the coup de gras. Now that we're done with the horse divorce, um, this week we're reviewing King's Disease by none other than Nasty Nas. King. Esco himself. King. The uh, some would say the uh, king of New York. Maybe. King. Maybe potentially. Um, yeah, so we'll not see. Not in 2020. No, not in 2020. Um, but we'll talk about that too. Uh, and just, just no, kind of what that, we'll what that be. Well, well, no, it kind of comes back up. It kind of comes back up. But yeah, so we're All reviewing right. King's Disease by Nas. Um, this is, uh, you know, if you guys don't know about Nas, shame on you. Um, Nas is a big name in hip hop uh, and um, definitely an icon inspired many. Yeah, one of the early greats. Yeah, he he kind of uh, in blew, the golden age. Blew up around. Yep, like, he was. I think he was in the golden age of rap. Uh, kind of, kind of um, after that uh, Tupac Biggie time period. Like, um, so like, obviously Tupac and Biggie died around the time. Uh, me and Adam were like four, or some shit like that. And uh, so I would say maybe like the time period. I think I was two. I think I was 
think it was 94. Oh, really? Damn. So, like, yeah, maybe, like, the time period remember. between us becoming, like, before we really got into the 2000s, that, like, late 90s, mid-90s rap, I feel like Jay- uh, no, you're right. 96. Jay-Z and, um, and, and Nas and, and others like them kind of dominated, and uh, Nas and Jay-Z definitely had a, not only just a big beef, but they both were, you know, they were two big rap icons and stars. Um, they went on to inspire... Nas was popping before Tupac died, though. Yeah, 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 but I mean that like I feel like they kind of carried that torch like after that. Um, oh, okay, I feel like people like I I felt like if if Tupac and Biggie were people like two rappers who people considered to be the best at the time and they were having an argument, Nas and Jay Z like carried on that legacy, um, even though even though they're both from New York, uh, and uh, and that whole you know King of New York debate was between them at the time. So, uh, but yeah, but did you so are you a fan of Nas? Um, Adam, are you did you listen to any of his albums before this? Um, albums, yes. I listened to, okay, so. You almost kind of have to. Like, like, like I've said, like I've said plenty of times, um, I didn't really get into listening to full albums until like kind of fairly recently. So the, the only Nas album I've heard was, uh, the one that Kanye produced. Um, like, I think, I think the one directly before this. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't like it. But <laughs> I didn't I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a bit I wasn't a big fan, but I had before that, like I had heard like uh, a bunch of like Nas singles. Like mm. Durags is my favorite Nas song nice. all time. Nice. Um, and you know, like Whose World Is It? Yep. You know, like all you know He I think the, I think Nas makes the, Nas the Kanye West song We Major. Like he makes that song. Which one? Uh We Major. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh you know that song like Kanye West, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, man, I am a big Nas fan. Uh, I, uh, I, I would say real big. I would say that Nas is one of those, like, if we have, like, you know, your Mount Rushmore of, of rappers, Nas is definitely up there for me. I haven't listened to all of his music, but I have listened to Illmatic several times. I have it on vinyl. Um, we talked about how I, you know, acquired that in the past. Um, I, <laughs> I listened to, uh, he put out an album the same summer that I think Frank Ocean released uh, Channel Orange called Life is Good mm-hmm. that was the album that came right before um, uh, Nazir uh, that was like 2012 that that album came out so it had been a few years before okay. like Nazir came out after that um, I feel like maybe I did listen to Illmatic yeah. I, don't, I don't think I would have listened I, to Nazir I think before I listened. I listened to oh to Illmatic like what? Yeah, yeah. You kind of almost have to. I just feel like if you're a rapper, you gotta listen to Illmatic, cause because if because if you like rap, your favorite rappers <laughs> love Illmatic, and they won't stop talking about it. Um, right. I may even listen to Stillmatic too, just because I love that title. <laughs> I I think I I I feel like I remember distinctly, like uh, intentionally not listening to Stillmatic because of the title. I mean, really? Come on, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> which is which is hilarious because Durag's My Favorite Song is is from Stillmatic. Stillmatic. Yeah, that's insane. Stillmatic is such a, like, just so you guys don't know, Illmatic came first, right? So let me just walk you through this pun. So, like, Illmatic, <laughs> which is ill and then automatic combined, right? So pretty dope. Like, automatically ill is what I'm assuming the, like, assumption with that name is. Then you put out Stillmatic, which is implying that, hey, I'm still ill automatically. That's, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my brain can't even take it. Um, but yeah, so I was a pretty big Nas fan. Um, I will say, uh, just like on the head, that I was uh, disappointed when I heard um, the allegations that kind of came out against Nas from his like former uh, wife. 
Um, and then I think recently, even in the past month, there have been allegations from uh, the wife before Khalees. Uh, Nas has vehemently denied all those things. Obviously, us as listeners will never know. Um, but I, just because of the lack of information there, I kind of try to just stay away from it until I like, have clear information. Uh, I do know that Khalees claims that Nas was physically abusive. Um, but then Nas also claims that she was physically abusive and he is very strong against <laughs> against like women being beat and in, even in this album says that that's something that he would never yeah, he put that in one of his lines yeah he would never so if you if you thought that was odd that he made it <laughs> very clear that you know that he you know is not a person no, I mean, like I, I i i remember you mentioned oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah 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 so i like that when he kind of came up because he didn't address it on nazir and that was actually a uh there's a lot of reasons why i didn't like nazir i didn't care for it as well um but uh i think that uh, one of those reasons was I felt like those allegations had just kind of come up, and there was nothing on Nazir about that. <laughs> and it's very possible that Nazir has been was being worked on a long time before that happened, so there was no time for him to even address that in any sense, besides the Instagram post that he made. But it felt very much to me like oh, I don't really care about that. I'm not going to pay that attention. Um, and I was like, you definitely need to because this is, <laughs> this is a serious allegation. Um, right. And. Uh, but um so so you know him doing it on here was definitely like a big step up for me um yeah so as a fan of Nas seeing this um called you know an album called King's Disease coming out um one having it all produced by Hit Boy which I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Hit Boy yeah um and uh and he we'll get into him he does a phenomenal job on this album I think Um, he really did I I think that it my and, and, and I'll get into it my biggest complaint about Nasir and if you go and listen to Nazir, and I, I had this thought, you know when you say something over and over again, it kind of just becomes like imprinted in your brain to the point sometimes you don't even think about it. Like, you know 2 plus 2 is 4, so you don't even need to add 2 plus 2, you know? That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And um, so I was like, man, I, I really thought that the production on Nazir was just so wrong for Nas. Like, it, it didn't work at all. And yeah, I just remember exactly. it being too much. And I listened to this album. And I just enjoyed it so much more, <laughs> just listening to it. And I was like, man, was it just a production? And I went back, and I was like, yep, it was. It just, like, go back and listen to Nazir, or a- anyone, just go and listen to Nazir, and you will find yourself fighting to hear Nas. And if you, like, listen to a Nas, like, Nas is a rapper. That's, like, what he is. He's not a singing-ass rapper. He's not going to be singing. Um, you know, he's not going to be stretching out bars <laughs> like like uh, like Roddy Rich or anything like that. Like, he's going to be rapping and putting, like, stories and sentences together. Um, you know, through music. And so, yeah, so I just kind of feel like um, the, the production on that album is just so loud and it nods constantly fighting. And then with this, I, you know, Hit Boy doesn't even strike me as a person who, um, he, I don't think of, okay, so yeah, so let's just kind of get into the album. So the album's called King Disease. Um, what does that mean to you? Like, did that title, do you like the artwork? In the title of the album, I didn't. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. It. I thought it was sick. Hold on. It. It looked very, uh, very regal. I'm looking it up. King's Disease. Give me the image. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, right. It's like. Um, yeah, like a kind of Renaissance mm-hmm. style like painting with, with like kind of black children all in red, uh, greens. It says like you know the the uh, the name and the title is kind of going over this like arch. Um, there's like a feast on the table, like a knife, and yeah, I just thought it matched. 
It, but uh, the feast is like sinister. Like the food is rotted. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, because it's you know it's King's disease. It's like the disease of um, <laughs> of the rich. <laughs> we'll get to that later too. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So so what do you think about the title track, the very first track, and the intro, King's Disease? I really liked it. I liked it a lot. This track got a lot I of was, hype online. I, I was engaged was from the very beginning. Yeah, it, it it's kind of grabbing. It feels it met the, the this song matches the album art and and of course it's titled the same so it feels very much like where you want to start i don't i would i would say this album to me had a clear theme but it didn't have a like a narrative or anything which of course is fine i i like i like what what it was doing as far as the theme and so i think like putting that title track as the intro is great because it's almost like uh i think we talked about it with the the dua lipa album because it wasn't her first song future nostalgia um yes no 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 no. what was it unless i'm tripping future nostalgia was the second song i believe let's see the first no, song no the second song was don't start now oh yeah 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 that's right that's oh, right because oh. that was a single so, that's the one that so was on the good. radio so good. uh but yeah yeah so the, in the same way i think i said about that one how like that one puts you right where the album wants you to be and then the rest mm-hmm. of the, the, the album you're just kind of in that world i felt very uh, similar to this like I feel like that first one really starts you off really well it's good um, I agree with that yeah, yeah. and then I, I ultimately overall enjoyed the album uh, I think it kind of um, going back to that like the the last song as well uh, kind of put kind of puts a, a nice pin on it the cure well that's not the last song unless I'm well it's technically <laughs> it Spicy should... was supposed to be a bonus track okay thank you for that because and because it didn't make any sense to me <laughs> we were gonna get there I was like why well, they have the cure, and then they have this song, <laughs> which, yeah. <laughs> which is, and, and it's a hard song. Like I like it. It just, yeah. I, I just kept thinking, I'm like, now why couldn't this have gone before the cure? Because the cure right. feels so. Like, it, I wish that I could have silence after that song because yeah. that song is also very good. Um. Uh. So yeah, I guess so. Yeah, tell me, tell me what what your favorites were. Cause I think we're <laughs> we're kind of gushing over it already. So what did you like about it? <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, King's Disease was my favorite one. I liked. I really liked, actually no. Ultra Black was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little bit disappointed just because he kind of stole my idea for, for that song. I was gonna make a song like that called Ultra Black. Not not called Ultra Black, but it was gonna be like basically that same that same uh, theme, I guess. Well, that theme had been done before. That same like premise, the same premise. Lupe Fiasco is a song called All Black Everything that came out when we were in college, and I'm certain that there have been other songs. Just no, like, but not not just a song about like. I don't. He he stole the essence of myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, you you don't get it. You don't get it. Well, me and I, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't you <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> what me and Nas were doing was some different shit. You're not <laughs> you're not there. <laughs> With my other favorite rapper, Lupe Fiasco. No, no. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I took I started to take some. I started to take some notes and then just stopped for some reason. Because I wrote I, down seven. Like, seven of them I put on the, like, favorite songs list. So that's, like, the majority of the album. Oh, yeah, no, I have a lot of favorite songs. But I started, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what it was. I started, like, taking notes and I was like, ah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I did think, um, I thought Blue Benz was a, a nice second song. Um, I, I really liked, I really liked the change up in that song. Yeah. Like, when it went to burr, burr, burr. Like that part. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Um, and then uh, Car eighty five, <laughs> Charlie Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was gonna. <laughs> he came back. 
I'm like Charlie oh. Wilson must have he must have gotten himself a new manager or something. Um, is it? Is he still living? Living? Yeah, is that yeah, what you yeah, said? Yeah, is no. he still alive? Yeah, yeah. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he just featured on a brand new album. <laughs> this song, the Car 85 joint, sounds so old, bro. <laughs> and I know that he was also on Amide's album. But the Car 85 sounded so old. I was like, this sounds like a... I, 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 like a sample? Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a sample because I was like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> like, I was like... Yeah, you, I, I didn't really understand what 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 he was talking about either like what what a car 85 was supposed to be i think it's like a taxi that like was special that like they could routinely get and maybe they paid that taxi or they had some kind of setup with that the person who was like in that car to where they were allowed to do things that maybe other taxis wouldn't let them do because it was like a predetermined like arrangement that's Hmm. that's all that i could I mean, that, you know, he said, we used to call Car 85, you know? I was, just like, I was like, are you just talking about cars in general and you're just, like, <laughs> like, like, kind of making them all be Car 85? Like, I don't know what... Uh, and then just, like, calling a car is such a thing that it sounds so fucking old. <laughs> like, I, like, like, you like you call it Wait, Lyfts. you don't call them cars anymore? <laughs> no, you call, like, Lyfts or, like, uh, Ubers what? or whatever, but you don't, like... You don't call it calling a car. You certainly don't, like, get in the same Lyft or Uber <laughs> over and over again. Uh, but yeah, uh, I still like the song though. It felt like this. This whole album felt like, in the production match, it felt like old, but then still new. Like it was almost like, and, yeah. and not even new. Like they used new sounds. Like it felt new, just like in general. Like like it felt like it came out this year, but then it felt like there was constantly like things. That there were so many times in this in this album that I was like hip hip boy produces. <laughs> I was like, like I was like what like that's like just because I think of what I know him up for has been more like you know just more modern rappers um, mm-hmm. and Nas. He's and, done a lot of stuff for for Kanye and Jay Z too, like good music. That's that's the kind of vibe I got from it. Well, that's good too. So I didn't know that he had done a lot for um, Kanye, but Jay Z specifically, I didn't know that he had done that. So that and that kind of fits this like right there like it's like he he was so smart about how he like kept it minimal but then like mm-hmm. made it full like every song felt full which is why i had to go back to nazir because i was like you know these songs are also right. full so maybe i shouldn't like his rapping on nazir. i was like no, no no there's literally something about the mixing where you it's they're competing and this almost it doesn't it, it always yeah, there's just so much they didn't leave space for for nas at all exactly nazir, i feel like exactly um and uh, I remember someone said they were like, this album sounds beautiful. Like, they were like, yeah, Kanye has to feel some type of way about this. I was, just, <laughs> I was like, nah, because it was his fault. Like, it wasn't like Nas didn't come with it on, on yeah. Nas' ear, because that's certainly not the case. Also, and this is a completely, we're not talking about this album, but there's a song called The Cop Shot the Kid on Nas' ear. And I feel like when that song came out, it was certainly like energy you know that that could still be like matched around you know police brutality or whatever and that song just isn't about police brutality <laughs> and that upset mm-hmm. me like i was like you have this like sample like the cop shot to get the cop shot to get the cop. but then like it wasn't about like you know like ultra black was way more of a of a like a for the cause song right. than that was yeah. and that's kind of crazy um but going back to ultra black uh so there was a little bit of controversy around that song um not really the doja cat line yeah so what what did you think about it i well, one as a as a line, like as a as a kind of uh, shot at her, I thought it was fine. I just didn't like how he made it. Oh, the uh, huh? Oh, I was saying you didn't like his response because I was gonna bring that up next. 
No, I I just didn't like how how it was the um like the the accent of that of that line if that makes sense like it didn't oh got you it didn't hit hard you know like that be... like he made he made it the punchline of of that verse basically like it was like the verse was leading up to that line and then it was kind of like eh. yeah like I, w- I wouldn't have ended my verse with that line no i feel that i kind of felt that way about um about uh what you call it um about uh i'm so sorry i got <laughs> lost myself i feel that way about the line too I think that um, when I looked, because uh, I heard about the line, it always happens this way. I heard about the line before I actually heard it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, now I was going for Doja Cat. And then when I heard the line, he was like, you know, we going ultra black, the opposite of Doja Cat. And I was like, well, Doja Cat had that mistake. I, I'm supposed to feel yeah. bad for her? <laughs> because I was like, I, if you if you asked me, is Doja Cat ultra black? I would say no. No. I don't know what <laughs> to tell you. Uh, I didn't think it was like that offensive. The song wasn't like about her or about like, you know, why she's not ultra black or anything like that. Well, he said unapod- unapologetically black. Oh yeah, yeah, cat. yeah! Unapologetic about the episode of Cat. Yeah, even even better. Uh, Which yeah, yeah, like you said, <laughs> yeah. like she <laughs> she kind of ruined what she said yeah. on that one. Um, and then he even I think someone brought it up later. He was like, it was never even about like that being a big part of the song. Like Doja Cat just yeah. rhymed with ultra black, <laughs> and so right. our, our, and it was yeah. uh, uh, situationally appropriate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I, didn't I, really... I feel like uh, kind of the really the only the only reason that he got called out for that line is just like the, I, I saw some tweets about it too. And it, and they were all basically just not, not as going at a black woman. Mm. And like, I feel like people, people are kind of, uh, refusing to, you know, hold people accountable, I guess mm. for, well, I won't even say hold her. It's not like he's holding her accountable for anything, but like, she's not above. I don't, I don't believe that she's above his criticism in this instance, just because she's a black woman. So, you know, Ultra Black was was cool. Um, I I liked it. Uh, I liked the you know the shit by Hit Boy. The shit's supposed to slap. I liked that yeah. he, he got the feature on that. Uh, I wonder why. Why is he a feature on that song when he produced the whole album? What do you mean? Like why? Oh oh oh. Probably probably because it was a single. That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Like I, you know what? Now that you mention it, though, um, one thing that I like, I I did love the the production, and um, you know, just the I I'm a fan of sample loops. This whole mm-hmm. album was very refreshing to me, mm. but um, I didn't like how many tags he put in the song. Oh yeah, I'm I've become a fan of tags recently. I hate them. I, I hate. Can, I can see what unless you're unless they're mine. I <laughs> I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> I feel like well, I feel tags, like you and Hit Boy would get along. <laughs> like once you, I feel like once you get to a certain level, like you sh- you should stop putting tags in your songs and like using songs with tags because it's like it's like a watermark. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense to have it. You know when you're posting beats on YouTube and like dealing with people that don't that don't you know sign contracts with yeah. you. You know to to make this music, but you know once you're like making music for people like Nas like you're you're paid for you know what I mean like your your name is on everything you're getting royals royalties you don't like you don't need to and you know and like your name is in the in the in the chorus of the song like you don't need to like put your tags every you know every two minutes yeah I I feel like it's kind of unnecessary It, it didn't luckily luckily for this one it didn't take me out of the album too much 
but I did notice it just because, you know, I, like, I, I noticed that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, and that's a valid opinion. Um, I personally don't mind it because, so you brought up, like, the YouTube tags. These professional tags are so much better. And I, and maybe it's just because of how I grew up listening to a lot of music that had tags on it, but mm-hmm. um, I like the aesthetic. Like, sometimes when I hear a tag, I'm like, ooh, this is about to be hard. <laughs> and when right. I like the tag. And yeah, I like, guess that's true. And I like I like Hit Boy's tag. Um, and then when I think about how producers don't always get the attention and how, like, I know he's one of the few, like, him, um, Pierre, it's something that's happening more yeah. and more recently where I'm knowing the producers, right? Like, um, and they're kind of having a career their their own. And I think that, like... London on the track. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah, stuff like that. Um but I feel like that's a different type of. I, I definitely see where you're coming music. from. It 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 didn't need to be done maybe as much as it was because it happens on other times. Yeah, if it's a album. single, if it's a single, I I I guess I don't really have a problem with it. But then yeah, he he does it a lot throughout the album. It does kind of yeah, it, especially when it's like a Nas album and like it's cool that Hip Boy got to produce it. But do we need to be reminded of that every yeah. you know track? Um, but you yeah, do make but, good points. Yeah, it well. it didn't it didn't take away from me though. But I do see where you're coming from. Um, but uh, so anyway, so after Ultra Black, it gets into uh, let me see. Uh, I so just in general, I feel like because I listened to it about three times because we we kept having you know, days where we thought we were recording and so let's mm-hmm. do it and we could record. I'd be like, well, I, now I've got got enough time. It's it's I think this album is the perfect length, thirty eight minutes. It felt. Yeah. Long enough to be substantial, but then short enough that when I did listen to it again, I was like, oh, that didn't take, like, all day. Right. Um, and I really... So I guess my favorites on the album... Because uh, I, I will say that I liked it all. I don't think there's any track that is, like, a, a must-skip. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Um, my favorite were... I liked... Oh, excuse me. I liked Replace Me. Um, I liked... I really like All Bad. Uh... I liked Ten Points, um, Full Circle, yeah, Spicy and Ultra Black, yeah. I I will say for Replace Me. I feel like oh, so there there were a couple of songs on this album where I feel like. They didn't. Fit the theme. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't fit with it. Well, not the theme. Just the, the production didn't quite match his um lyrical style and not 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 in the same way that um nazir was but no, just kind of like yeah they're because naz is such a <clears throat> his, his rhyme structure is kind of unique more more rigid oh like that rigid I, yeah so it's um and like he's got tight bars but he his his like his the rhythm of his bars are kind of yeah like rigid um, so some of these not songs, smooth, yeah, yeah, some of these songs, it felt kind of uncomfortable at first to hear him on, and I think "Replace Me" might have been one of those for me. Yeah, I'll say that "Replace and Cardi Me" and Cardi Five, I think a little bit. Oh, interesting. Because I wouldn't, I I feel like Cardi Five sounded so old that it sounded like a like a Nas song, but um, "Replace Me" definitely sounds like a song that Nas is featuring on, and not like it's his own song. Yeah. Just because, uh, like, Don Tolliver and Big Sean seem to work better with that, like, the production yeah. than he did. I wrote down 
Big Sean verse in all caps on my oh. on my thing. I really like that. That was oh, my favorite feature. So you did really album. like it. That's okay. So that's that's actually really good. I brought that up um, because so I saw someone um, and we're you know just a yeah I, I give you I give the fans at home a little bit of a heads up. We're reviewing uh, I think Big Sean's album next. Um, it should come out I think this Friday. So yeah. look for that um, if you guys are into that. So this is kind of like a little teaser for us. I liked it too. Um, I like the verse uh, as well. I will say that I saw someone talking about Big Sean, um, and they were kind of like, someone said that, uh, you know, like Big Sean can be kind of corny at times, um, and uh, and someone's like, oh no, like why would you say that? Like I think Sean's always had tight bars, and someone was like, no, yeah, we, those are just haters. We've talked about we've talked about like Sean's like bars being like corny in the past. Um, you say that, but I think Big Sean has had corny lines. I think I think that Big Sean like. His his flow, um, is he's a punchline rapper for sure. Yeah, and but he but he kind of came up doing that. So I, one, I don't think he's biting style, and we've talked about that before. How Drake like claims that like that he took the super duper flow from Big Sean. So when they were rapping similarly, that was because of like Drake, like you know, rapping riding a wave essentially. Um, yeah. And then Big Sean is kind of like stuck to that. I will say though, like this verse, if you just read it, it it's very sa- clever. No, it sounds hella nope. whack, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna read this verse. I think I liked it because I <laughs> like feel if, like if you, you're saying if you just read it like like conversationally. Like I'm about to read it right now. So it goes, okay. "You talk a little sweet about me, a lot of sour. I know you believe in stars, and just like stars, you know your words got a lot of power. You know I'm good at reading you. I spent like ten thousand hours." I must have bought you 10,000 flowers. Ignore red flags and audibles. I even bought your daughter clothes and your father clothes. And I bought you diamonds even though I got a heart of gold. That is a corny line. And, <laughs> but and, but and, it works. And delivery and makes it work. A, and you're in it. Okay, so that's what I'm going to talk about here in a second. Uh, yeah, I don't even need to keep like reading it because that's it's. he's never doing anything too fancy. I think, though, he chose to do it like this because one, his delivery in this song is good. So people who are saying this is a bad verse, I think that they are not taking in the entirety of the song. It's easy to comb through lyrics and be like, "Oh, these aren't really tight." Like, yeah, it's a, it's a are... light song. Exactly, exactly. And and he's he's who is he on the track with with Nas? So is this the time for Big Sean to try to be as clever and as lyrical and outrap Nas? I don't think he wanted to do that. We talked about like. Well, hey, you, according features. to our, our yeah, Snoop Dogg, uh, Kendrick. I, hey, hey, and I'm not going to say that Big Sean is the, is, is, is the greatest feature of all time. I think that he does subscribe to that train of thought that you had. And I yeah. think that he his mind, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? is I'm going to try to lay down a really slick. Yeah, you should be supplemental. A really you know, slick like, and smooth verse. I'm going to try yeah. to like be, you know, just have my cadence and kind of match like this the kind of soft energy that the song is giving me. And I think he does that very well. I do think that he probably was the best feature. I'm trying to look and see if there was one I liked more. Oh, there actually there is one I liked more. Um Anderson Pack, duh. But, um, uh, I, but I, I didn't liked, think we'll we'll get into that a little yeah, bit later. I liked, but I wanted to um, talk more about this. Okay, one yeah, let's do yeah, let's, let's get into it right but, now. Uh, well, really I just I just wanted to mention that this song did you did you notice um Don Holiday? Was, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you like the the melody of the song? They were kind of interpolating um, that that one song. Uh, I'm tripping, I'm slip slipping. You know the song I'm talking about. This uh, feeling, the... let me see. I, f- I forget who sings it. Mm, no, I don't I think don't. it's Janae Aiko. Oh, Ellie Mae. Yeah, that's Ellie Mae. Oh, Ellie Mae. Cool. Hey, Ella Ella Mae. Oh, Ella Mae. But yeah, but that song, 
That song was was based on the melody of of Trip. Interesting. You know she's from the UK. Yeah, I did know that. And because of her and, her outro. Fun from fact. Buddha. She is uh, born on the exact same day as my eldest cat Azula. So that's little, that's little, not a fun fact. Little fun fact. <laughs> little cat fact for the for the fans at home. Daddy loves you, Azula. All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she's a big listener, bro. <laughs> she's. Um, uh, I will say, I feel like Lil Durk's feature didn't, uh, once again, another person, uh, you know, that keeps popping up after yeah, we talk about them. Lil yeah, Durk, yeah, so Wilson. Lil Durk featured on this album as well. Um, I feel like it didn't fit. That was another, that was the uh, that was the only other thing that I thought didn't, actually, no, I thought 5 Yo Foreign's verse didn't really fit either. Who? 5 Yo Foreign. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. On uh, Full Circle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second, though. And that's um, one of the. Uh, oh, you're talking about. You're not talking about. Um, you're talking about the guy on Spicy. Besides for. Yeah, Spicy, Spicy. There yeah, you go. Not, okay. Not cool, Full cool. Circle. Okay, cool. Because I was like, Full Circle definitely. Those were not XXL freshmen on Full Circle. Uh, but uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. His, I thought Spicy for me. I thought the beat. It was a good spicy. song overall. For sure. No, nah, I thought the beat made it hard. I was. I thought. In fact, I thought that like one. I wish that Spicy was in the the chorus. I know that that it was. They that they because, said the word spicy somewhere you're saying Nas did in the beginning of his verse but I just wish that because it just felt like and the beat felt spicy so I was like ooh come on you have to say spicy and he was just like pricey and I was like that's not <laughs> the title of the song yeah. <laughs> um, but that beat bro I thought I, I remember I was listening to it and I was just like we could we could, we could murder this beat like I was just like just to, yeah. just like the way it could, just, I was like this is this is hard I was like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this nigga, this nigga be producing music. And yeah, um, that kind of that kind of also um, takes me to my. I guess that's another one that I. I'll say it didn't really fit Nas's style, but not because like his his verse was great on mm-hmm. it, but I feel like it kind of it shows his age. Yeah, like you said, like like someone someone newer could have definitely killed it exactly like, a lot better. Exactly. And I think that's probably that might be why they made it a bonus track just because it didn't like he was kind of that one and um was it all bad there was there was one more that that had more of a modern beat it might have been all bad uh, maybe the definition you're thinking of or 10 points um maybe it was 10 points uh i think what's cool about remember. 10 points is um so all bad i really liked uh i just like anderson pack i think he didn't miss on that song i know you, you didn't care for him no uh, no <laughs> i i liked it but I feel like he. Damn, I hate to take a loss. I, I feel like I'm oversaturated with Damn, Anderson Park right now. Loss. I feel that. I feel that. And they're um, not like from from feature to feature. They're not so. Um, so diverse. Yeah, they are. You do yeah. know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you see featuring yeah, Anderson Park. Even Pac. though it's like, even though it's great. You like know, it's, you know, it's, it's just essentially gonna be his song in the same kind of great way. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, he's gonna be doing the chorus, and you know, it's gonna be a really vibey and like yeah. and like kind of jazzy kind of song. So yeah, I feel like he kind of took over that song, honestly. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. One thing I liked about All Bad on there, and I and it's funny because you brought up how he sometimes like it, it can be a little um, repetitive. I guess is uh, not not a great way to describe it, but that's kind of what you're saying about Anderson Pack. Uh, or Pac, I should like say. too um, too consistent <laughs> yeah too consistent um he did he starts to on that verse he kind of like i think it's towards the end let me see if i can find it 
but he kind of starts like rapping or singing in a style that reminded me of um, like younger rappers, and I was like, ooh, if Anderson Pac started doing like some uh, like some kind of like you know like like I guess like what do you call it like whatever like Roddy Rich is doing or just where they kind of like hold out like the little triplets thing or like the, even, the way like, they, they the way he like, like holds out like um, like lyrics. trying to get lazy yeah like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now, what did he say? Um, could stay the night. Oh, no, that's a pre-course. That's a pre-course. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Verse two, verse two. Uh, I feel like you would just call it singing. Oh, no, no, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of like singing. But right here where he goes, um, uh, where he's like, I don't love you, girl, that's far from true. Even took you to the barbecue. That's just show how much I fuck with you. I gotta, and then he's like, I know I gotta make the choice. Shit is overdue. I had to let you off, and then he's like, I had to let you off, and he goes, might have to take a loss, I might have to take a loss, take a loss, and like, when he's like, doing that, like, take a loss, I was like, bro, if he just was kind of doing this, like, almost like Kid Cudi, like, humming, like, mm. like, style track, um, where he's like, stretching out those things, and just kind of like, croning, croning is the word I'm looking for, if, if Anderson okay. Pac did like, a croning style, like, song, I think it could be really good, um, just based off that little it. bit, that little bit right there, but, um, but yeah, I really like that uh, that song. I will agree that it didn't like work perfectly, but for me, it kind of felt like a situation where I was like, I got Nas, Nas and Pac, like I I can make it, I can make it yeah. work for me. Like, it, felt, was, it still felt good. It felt yeah, good yeah. I was have. like, yeah, I was like, I don't like hate this. I do feel that it was a little kind of like it. It did feel like it was. <laughs> it felt like Nas was like, hey, give me the Anderson Pac package. <laughs> he was like, hey, I got you. All <laughs> <laughs> right, we're gonna hook you up with this super sexy beat. We're gonna get you like in some jazz. It's gonna be about a girl. It's gonna feel emotional. We got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I so I did want to briefly talk about ten points and full circle. I want to talk about ten points first. Um, I like ten points. I just think it was cool because uh, he. I didn't know what. <laughs> did, did you know what he meant when he was saying he was like uh, just did ten points on a bird? Um, not completely. I I knew what he meant by bird. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, tell tell the people at home what, what a bird is. Oh, uh, it's basically a hoe. Oh no, no, that's not. I don't think that's what he meant. <laughs> I do, I do know. Uh, I have heard people say like birds for like. Oh, are you for, you're for, referring for to like the basketball player? Uh, well, so the song had a lot of um, basketball references in it. Um, it was a double entendre. Exactly, exactly. But I don't think that. Yeah, it definitely but the was other, a reference the to the other entendre was talking about bird like slang for women well no i thought it was hold on let me pull it up pull it up, pull it up uh and this and that's sort of the king is from which i like the king gotta learn to um uh, and uh let me see king get 10 points from one bird doing your thing i think i don't think that meant like i don't think he was talking about bird as women i think i read somewhere that bird also refers to like um drugs and 10 points is like 10k that's pimping. That's pimping, homie. Yeah. So I I can't find the exact quote right now when I look. No, like it up. literally, literally pimping. Oh, wait. What do you mean? Bird is in. You know, get your get your ten k off that hoe. I don't. I don't know. Do you think? I, I don't know if that's what that means. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stand with my thing, say, thinking that it's it's um <laughs> that it's, it's him talking about. King, always keep the backhand strong. King, no. <laughs> let, let him know your dick is really no. long. King, what am I, what am I really? it's the cure. Stop it with the cure. Hold on, let me see. Ten points. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Oh, but uh, but yeah. And then I also think it was funny that um, he he kind of talks about LeBron James um, very mm-hmm. very very like lightly, but he mentions like he's like uh, Michael Jordan, you know, gives back and you didn't know it like LeBron James does, but they just sell him show. I don't think that was a diss LeBron James. It's just like <laughs> saying that Michael Jordan gives back um, and people don't know it, which is true. He does. Uh, Michael Jackson got like a lot of bad press. Not Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan got a lot of bad press. Um, because one, there have been like people die trying to get his shoes um, in like lower income communities. Two, he it was this quote that was going around <laughs> where uh, someone had quoted Michael ja- Michael Jordan saying uh, like when asked about like you know kids you know being trampled or whatever to get his shoes, he said "fuck them kids" or something. And, <laughs> yeah, and I th- that, that. that wasn't true. <laughs> But it, just, it spread people, like people. People still use that. Yeah. People, people still say fucking kids. <laughs> Michael Jordan style. Yeah. And um, and so it just kind of came out that he was this tyrant. I think that like, real life behavior had like also kind of like spurned that. There's this really popular video of Chameleonaire, um, mm-hmm. talking about how like he was like kind of just Michael Jordan was just, just the biggest asshole ever. Like he wanted to. Yeah, pitch. I have heard that. Yeah, I, I think the thing that stands for me from that that video because I watched it. But the one thing that just hurt it was he was like, Michael Jordan, can I get like a picture? And then he was like, I ain't taking no pictures with some niggas. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I don't know, man. But uh, but yeah, but I thought it was cool that Nas was, I guess, trying to bring light to that. I don't know. Um, and I, uh, I really like. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, it It says, at least on, on Genius, but the translation is under-reviewed, is that someone says one bird also means a kilo of cocaine, and 10 points means 10K. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and so that's that's what I assumed it was, but, you know, I it's an under-reviewed, <laughs> you know, Nas hasn't come out and told us what it meant. Uh, but no, what were you going to say? Okay, uh, yeah, I, I really liked, like, his line at the beginning of this song, where he was like, ain't nobody in no cult. Huh? Just because. Oh yeah, yeah. He con- so he brings that up a bunch, where he um he he talks about. I think there's another line, another song. Where he talks about how he like. Oh yeah, in the very first song, he like um he says, "Well, I made the chain famous. I made the fade famous." Uh, and then he says like, "With no masonry." Uh, he like there was a big rumor that Nas was a Freemason for a long time, and I think that he is not like that. Um, and so in a couple of songs, he maybe even spoke about it on Nazir at one point, but he was constantly like trying to make it very clear that he's like, I am not a Freemason, <laughs> like I'm not in a cult that is not. Is well, not they're not even a cult though, huh? No, see now you now you're talking some shit. <laughs> well, I mean. People believe, but people believe the Freemasons control a lot of like powerful things. So well, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with that. Okay, cool. And they believe you have to give your soul to the devil, like to get into like you sell your yeah. soul. Yeah. So I think and, that and I and I know people that that believe that, which is why which is why I, I really <laughs> like that line. <laughs> I was like, bro, like you can't you can't be black and rich without you know having sold yeah. your soul to the devil. Exactly. Exactly. Like, nah, bro. I'm just talented. Exactly. Um. And then I guess that's the final fun point. This this couldn't have been intentional, but LeBron James actually scored ten points when the song was released <laughs> that night. I actually watched him. He I think the Lakers huh. still won, but yeah. So it was just kind of interesting that he's put. And it was the first time he'd ever scored ten points in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, nice. And there just happens to be a song that mentions him called Ten Points Put Out. This is so weird. Uh, but yeah, but cool. All right. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about. Um, I guess as we kind of wrap it up, uh, this this has been a, a total gush session. Is it really? I feel yeah, like really, it, really, it really it, has. Yeah, so um, really you guys already it. know <laughs> yeah. how, how we feel. Like, um, if we think you should listen to it or not. Full circle. Uh, what do you think about this song? Um, I wrote down 
AZ verse, mm. but I'm not sure why. Because it's dope. Because AZ is dope. I was so excited to hear AZ because I didn't like, I didn't register that he was gonna be on the album, and this is gonna sound whack. Full circle. Because I, oh, could, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember this. Yeah. Because AZ put out an album. And I never listened to it. And I probably never will. But that's fucked up. I should. I should. Oh, it's. I don't know. It came out like a long time ago. It's old. I just remember that. I remember thinking that he wasn't a rapper like that, and that he was more of Nas's friend, because well, AZ, they they used to be in a group together. Yeah, AZ features on my favorite Nas song of all time, and he has one of my favorite. Like, I mean, he's the only feature on Illmatic, and it's on Life's a Life's a Bitch, um, and that song is just great. Like, Life's a bitch, and then you die. That's why we put fly. Get high, cause you, you never know, know when you're gonna, gonna go. go. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> His voice is so good. And then hearing him on this song, and this song is it, it's called Full Circle. Um, it's not just him that's on this, that's old. It's Foxy Brown. It's people who, you know, who were with Nas um, when Nas was Nas. Um, Foxy Brown, I don't know enough about this woman, but she is fascinating. <laughs> like, if you, if you look into a little something about Foxy Brown, mm-hmm. I just feel like it, you could just go like on a Wikipedia wormhole about her. We listened to a story on um, the Moth podcast, which is just like this podcast of stories one time, me and Linda. And this woman uh, is like hip hop. Oh, Il Nana. I, I, I was looking her up as you were talking. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. I remember that song. Um, yeah, but Foxy Brown is like, I mean, she's, she's iconic. But like, this is like a woman talking about how she like threatened to beat her ass, like in this thing, and how she was afraid because Foxy Brown was going to beat her ass. And then like, I, and so I, and so when I heard her on this song, I was like, mm, I don't really like that verse. I remember like going up and looking it up. Um, and being like, you know, like what what is this? And then I kinda like I saw like all the how, you know, they obviously like these are older people that Nas knows and, and that kinda gave it some more like energy for me. But then I specifically looked at Foxy Brown's verse and mm. it didn't sound like it slapped, but a lot some of the shit that she's saying is true and just has like a cool energy to it. Like she said, um, yeah, Il Nana top five nigga dead or alive, which is funny mm-hmm. because you were just so that's uh nigga a bitch for mafiosa shit. Hey Esco, name a bitch fucking with me. Uh, did a bullet came home? Brooklyn gave me the key, which I didn't really know. That sounds like a, a lack line, like you know, it's like, you know, like I yeah, I had to serve some time, and then they said I was the key. But no, that's real. Like she went to jail for a year, and then she did. She has the key. They gave her <laughs> the key to the city of Brooklyn, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Like when I look, like, people. I feel like people say that I have the keys to the city all the time, and they don't have right, key, yeah. keys. And so, and she said, but then she, and literally right after that, she says, no cap though, facts though, nigga, that's really rap though. <laughs> <laughs> and so as I was going through, I was like, oh shit, she's like, this is, this is dope. Um, like, oh, she means literally. Yeah. Uh, and then Dr. Dre on the outro, I thought was, um, yes. was cool. So I, I counted, <laughs> I, I'm a fan of like outros that like where people talk over uh-huh. the, over the beat for the outro. It happens like four and a half times in this album. I liked I liked them all. Nice. I don't yeah, know where the I, half came from. I, <laughs> I don't know where the half came from, but yeah, um, uh, I did I I did like my eyes did get a little wide when Andre <laughs> said he said stretch stretch marks from this art gave birth to this. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, is that a good line? I was like, yeah, it's a good line. I was like, but the imagery is strange. <laughs> it's like the imagery it's giving me of like. Dr. Dre pregnant with stretch marks <laughs> on his belly is it's a strange one. It's a strange one. Um, and they featured 
they they credited the firm as a feature but really that's just like all all of the people that have a verse used to be in a hip-hop group together called, called the, the firm. firm yeah yeah so i just yeah. wanted to mention that and, and that's is when, that hmm? that's where I'm, I'm assuming that's why they call it full circle it's like oh now we're you know we're all exactly. back together you know doing exactly this yeah um and i think it was cool it i feel like it matched that energy and it felt it felt good and i think that's one of the songs the more you listen to um the more uh it kind of gets like you you enjoy it um but yeah and, and like you know we already talked kind of about the cure and, and spicy already um i i like this album i will say this is because you said last week that uh last last episode that it was like a hip-hop album more so than like a pop or trendy album this to me is even more in that direction this is sure. this is a rap hip hop album. So if you don't like rap, you will not like this album. There is no. Well, I don't know. I I disagree. Really? Really? I feel you think like if you don't like rap, you would like this album. <laughs> I think well, that, yeah. I, the the reason the reason I said it for Amine is because if you if you like rap, I feel I feel like Amine was kind of Amine is kind of like fringe, fringe rap almost. Like he he's kind of outside of the norm. So that like if you if you already don't like rap, then you probably won't be able to enjoy it. I think, I think this album is such a. You think it gets you, it could get you into rap? Yeah, I think this is an album that That's can get people into take. rap. I I yeah I, I could see that. I I personally view Amine as like I I think that that direction helps people get into rap because I think they would hear Nas and be like oh that's too much like I can't follow. Hmm. Like I have a lot of friends who tell me they never listen to lyrics. Because they can't hear the rappers, and right. specifically, I know those people would not be able to hear Nas. I think it's I crazy. Feel like, I feel like based on the the production of this album alone, though, people could get into it. That's true, but I think you'd have to like hip hop and rap music though, because it's like old school hip hop production. But I don't know. Like, I mean, it's it, you should check it out regardless. If you don't like rap, I still think it's worth it. Uh, I think that yeah. Let you, us let us know what you think about. Yeah, that. if you don't like rap, check it out. Um, I think it flows very smoothly. I think that um, it's like short enough. Uh, some of the songs are short, which I think are perfect because I think sometimes I'm like, mm, this song is okay, but if it goes on any longer, it's gonna get repetitive and it doesn't, it stops. And so I don't know, I, I really like it. Uh, I, yeah, I think overall it, it was cool. It it jumped. I think it's um, tied with me as far as I think Life Is Good, the album that he put out that's uh, same summer is um, it's the Frank Ocean uh, Channel Orange. I think that album is just as good as this one. I think it's like in that same tier. I think that was a good album. Uh, I think their quality, you know, work for someone who you know has been in the game for twenty seven summers, as he said. Uh, you know, I think this is, I think this is good. I think it's solid. Um, yeah, he, he should be proud of it. I, I, I think, you know, I think it's worth a listen. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will say, oh, I want to say this. Thank God I remembered it. This was definitely, in my opinion, more of a black album than Amina's album. Oh yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah, for cool. sure. Shout out, shout out, David Kim, uh, the mixing engineer. Shout out, Mike oh, Bozzi, the master engineer. Nice, 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 nice. Dope, dope, dope. Good shit, good shit. Yeah, so I guess I mean that's that's our rating. Uh, we we had. I mean, do we have anything bad to say about this album? I can't. I can't. It did what it wanted to do really well. So that's why I feel like I don't have a lot of negative because like it 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 wasn't safe. And yet, at the same time, it didn't. It you know, it set out what it accomplished to do. I feel like it was very clear. The um, oh, last thing I want to talk. What did you think about? Uh, was it on ten points? What, where was it? Uh, I remember the definition. I'm not sure. Where he starts talking about <laughs> the, like what actual king disease was. I found that hilarious. Talking about what? 
where he was like, King disease. It's gout. Or rich man disease. <laughs> you don't gotta be rich to get it. <laughs> he was like, you just gotta be doing too much. And then he ends it with like, um, he's like, he was like, you know, so, and then he was like, you know, gout, build up of, and he was like, you know, so get you some, get you some cherries, get you some, do some alkaline water. <laughs> you don't remember that? I did that song when he's, when he's going through I don't, that I don't remember which one it, it oh was. Oh my God. Hold on, I got to find it real quick because I got to read it. That, that, was, was, that was one of the outros that I counted though. Yeah, that, I, I don't know why that reminded me of my barber so much, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the way Barbara he was saying, <laughs> try to give you the cure to gout a lot. Yeah, yes, bro. Jesse was like, "Go get you some some cherries, <laughs> some cherries, bro." All right, guys. So transitioning from our review of Nas's album, which obviously we thought was dope. Uh, we're going to be getting ready for our, you guessed it, the classic, the return of the king, the lyrical, spherical, miracle, jerical, empirical game. Um, yeah, so get ready for it. This week, it's going to be me guessing. Um, and then uh, just to kind of recap those rules for you all, uh, you know, because Adam likes that. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you got to do it. Uh, I'm going to put six, or no, Adam's going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Um, he's going to read to me some clues about a mystery artist. Um, could be anyone in the world, anyone in the world, um, or universe, actually. Uh, you know, some, uh, some extraterrestrial artists are definitely in play. Uh, but he's going he's gonna to go through those clues. I'm going to be guessing. Um, you're going to be playing along at home. If you beat me, which is, of course you won't, that's impossible. Um, but if you do beat me, or if you cheat and beat me, or if you, you know, or if you listen to the episode again for the second time and beat me, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll give you uh, fans at home a opportunity to receive a once in a lifetime limited custom hit theory medal. Um, and so, you know, that's 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 what Priceless. the stakes are. Um, they are certainly high. Um, you know, this is our, you know, the, the playoffs are going on right now. This this is essentially our playoffs. You know, the hit theory playoffs. Uh, but yeah, so without further ado, uh, Adam, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm, I'm I, bringing the heat this time. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> not coming with no soft shit it's gonna this be, time. It's going to be like um, <laughs> some... I got some, fast balls. Some, <laughs> some bard from like the fucking 17th century. <laughs> right? Oh, you didn't know Francis Des Moines? <laughs> 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 he was all the rage. Before you even get into it, no one, like, once again, no one... Um, so far has, has stepped forward and been like oh i i beat adam's time uh so oh actually no that's not true oh really oh, uh, someone... rachel yeah oh Shout she out got rachel. she got loso she but she didn't she don't want a medal she wants her she wants her third medal to be <laughs> she said she wanted it to be for uh for something special okay wow that's <laughs> but did she get loso though did she did she so she gets fabulous yeah yeah, yeah. hey shout out to you rachel it's rachel right am i saying that right Mm-hmm. Because I had some people, including Adam, who really, who really hurt my just my my faith in in the artist that is fabulous. So I really appreciate you for just being Man. being a fan of good music, um, you know, liking some diamonds in your damn chain, um, and you know, keep doing you, girl, because you be killing them. That's that's all I gotta say. Oh, she said she only knew it because she listens to Joe Budden's podcast. Ah, well, I guess I guess take away all those comments. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
<laughs> well, good for Joe Budden, I guess. I guess that's a, that's a W for me. You guys should know Loso, bro. Loso was good. He's a cool dude. Come on. Fabulous. Fabulous. Come on. Damn it. <laughs> All right, go. Let's go. Let's get it. Are put you it, ready? Yeah, put it on the clock. Are you ready? Here. All right. A minute on the clock. Here we go. This person was born January 15th, 1981. Okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, gets, he gets his stage name from something that is banned in his hometown, his home county. Uh, two chains. No, you think chains are banned in Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> we're, not allowed, we're not allowed to have uh, no drawer. He gets his name from something that is banned. Is, he, is this a rapper? Yes, yes. This is a rapper. Uh, okay. Um, is he still current today? Like, is he still, like, making music today? Uh, not re- Well, yes. Still making music. I don't, I don't know if people would consider him current. Let's see. 80, so you said 81, right? So that's going to be, that's like 12 years older than me. So that means that he's, tw- he's like, he's supposed to be 40. Um, uh, a substance has been okay. More clues, more clues. All right, this person is the first person to have a leading single for the Men in Black franchise that wasn't Will Smith. Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> uh, it's a Jazzy Jeff. Uh, oh, Jazzy Jeff. No, no that's not a banned substance. Um, Tech Nine. No. Oh, okay. Um, I think that was a good guess. Uh, <laughs> uh um. Oh, I feel like uh, Nas. No. Uh, I'm trying to think of substances. You have any more clues? Uh, for the Super Bowl this year, this person was in a in a commercial with Jennifer Lopez, DJ Khaled, uh, Alex Rodriguez, and Stephen Van Zant. Damn, I I'm just for the that... Hard Rock Cafe. I, I know Fifty Cent, Ludacris, uh, no, was it? Uh, uh, ja Rule, no. Uh, uh, Jadakiss, no. Um, no. Uh, 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 and they're a rapper, right? Master yes. P. No. No. Uh, um, and they don't make music. Right. Uh, uh, still making music, but not necessarily relevant. Not Big Boy, right? Not Busta Rhymes. Uh, who? I feel like am I close? I associate, give me give me Associated Acts. Associated Acts. So, okay, Associated Acts. Um, Akon, uh, DJ Buddha. Akon. Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Pip Pipple. Kesha. Yeah, it's Pipple. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, Pitbull. Oh. Mr. World Rock. Was it Enrique Iglesias that gave you that? Uh, No. What was it? Yeah. Who did you say? With the, so you just started naming associate. It was the associate. Akon, DJ Buddha, Enrique Iglesias. Yeah. It was the Akon and Enrique Iglesias combination that <laughs> did it for okay. me. And then you started okay. naming people. Yeah. No, that the clue about the substance. I feel like, I think that's what fucked me is because I started thinking it was a substance and not just, because you didn't say substance. You said like, um, just something that was banned. I, yeah. I just said something that was banned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, pit bulls are banned um, in the county that pit bull is from. That's interesting, bro. And also, before we get so you know, I got it, so I feel good about that. Uh, it did take me a while. I think the, your clues were phenomenal. 
Um, so yeah. it still it didn't take you as long as I hoped. <laughs> if I'm being honest. But I was running out of I was running out of hard clues to give. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I was way off with the with the people I was guessing. So yeah, yeah I, I'll I'm take solace I, in that fact. I'm glad I asked for the associated acts. I was like, I need to know who who I'm supposed to be like thinking about. Um, but uh, uh, just you know, before we you know get into into you know the the, the victory, I just want to take a moment to talk about pitbulls, man. Pitbulls are some of the sweetest dogs I've ever met. Don't blame don't blame a whole breed of dog on. Uh, the the wickedness of, of humans. Um, I do enjoy pit bulls. Yeah, I just it's just it. I, I think especially that, especially female pit bulls. It, it's obvious that you know animals can be trained to be like you know weaponized and, and you know be aggressive, but it it does feel crazy because I've met so many sweet just just like the sweetest pit bulls, and they have just like these big meaty heads and they're just so lovable. I just I just love their big meaty heads. One time I went over to Trey's to like record music and he has like a um, a pit bull named uh, Lennox. And, uh, and like, I came in with, like, food, and I thought that he was, like, jumping on me to get the food, and I put the food down, and I, like, walked away, and I thought he was gonna, like, go over there, but he was like, no, 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 he was just happy to see me, like, he was like, I don't give a fuck about the food, like, it's you, you're, you're it, like, <laughs> you haven't been here in, like, a month, what's up, what's <laughs> happening, uh, so I love pit bulls, but yeah, man, okay, dope, I'm glad I got it, um, <laughs> what you got? I'm sorry it wasn't as uh, as complicated <laughs> as you would that's like. That's all right. I'll get you next time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Honestly, that's it's better. That's good content. I feel like my clues have been off the mark, so I'm gonna try to make sure I, it's gonna be my goal that you do get it next <laughs> next <laughs> next podcast. I don't um, need your charity. As always, we appreciate you for rocking with us. Um, you know, uh, let us know if you beat uh, my time. Uh, check out our website. We post blogs there with every episode release. Oh. uh just as a heads up uh, for people listening, we're going to be reviewing um, Big Sean's Detroit 2 album that he put out for next episode, just in case you guys want to get ahead of the curve. Uh, we don't always know which albums we are going to be reviewing this early in advance, but that one we did, so I figured I'd let you guys know that right now. Um, as always, it's your boy JT the Human. Here at Black Adam, Black Boy Adam everywhere. Get at him. Um, you know, he's got some cool stuff coming out. That's not important, though. Uh, hitting these damn theories. Come chill with us. <laughs> we'll see you we'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace.